Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. <laughs> <laughs> did you pick this song, Steven? Um, uh, I did pick- ask for our suggestion. Oh, I guess I should have said Beyonce, damn it. <laughs> Hello, that is still all over the place. One of the 14 Beyonce songs. Yes. Yeah, man, Steven, you really <laughs> let us down with that song. All right. Uh, w- welcome, After Buzzers. I'm Stephanie Bauer, your host, along with my co host, Courtney Stewart. Hello, everybody. Jesse's not here. I know. It's so upsetting. He's in Boston. I don't think, I've, I think I've done one show in the history of After Buzz without Jesse. That's really Oh, we miss you, boo. We he's miss out, you. I'm sure he's watching, um, and I'm sure he watched episode, season six, episode seven, Savannah. I don't know if that's how you're spent. <sighs> Savannah. 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 Oh, Savannah. but if you're Kenya Moore, you've never heard of Savannah. <laughs> Kenny Moore's an idiot. How have you not heard of Savannah? Oh, she's an idiot. She's like, I'm a city girl. Girl, you grew up in Detroit. Shut up. Like, what are you talking about? Acting like You're she's... a hood girl, maybe. Let me stop. That's mean. Anyway. Uh, acting like she's from Manhattan or something. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, okay, so let's recap. Last week, Portia fainted. Um, <laughs> That's not funny. I don't, it it's not funny, but it's not not funny. Like, I could care less. Nobody cares. I really start... I don't think that she's lying, but... She tells the story very well. She's like, I was on the third step, and I was holding a glass of water. Nobody was home, and then all of a sudden, I was on the ground. <laughs> Girl, bye. Are you sure? Where are the cameras when all of this dramatic stuff happens with mm, you? They missed it, because <laughs> nobody wants to film her, because it's probably boring. Oh, I really hope something happens with her, because... Something has to happen with her, because it's not going anywhere right now. Maybe on the trip, she's going to get in a fight with somebody. Possibly. There's lots of fighting to be had, apparently, Ooh, as they show it already. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, and then last week, uh, we see Chuck and Monique. Yes. Who ne- Nini's known for over 13 years, and clearly yes. they're trying to work her into the show. Of I think to take someone's position, if I had to guess right now, Portia. Mm. Portia, you better watch your back, girl. Courtney, she had the most potential going into this season. I she mean, she was on TMZ. So much potential. The divorce is final. She has money. She is young as hell. Well, not young as hell, but young compared to the other ladies. She has no children. She could be all around town, doing it up, doing it Atlanta style, and she's doing nothing. And she could have become famous really quick just because she was on all the blogs. If TMZ's writing about you, you know you're doing you something doing right. Now. She didn't know how to 
capitalized. Her sister, the manager, isn't doing so well. <laughs> uh, all right. Also, last week we had uh, Mama June. Mama Joyce. I'm thinking of was like she Honey like Boo Boo. Crazy June bug. But <laughs> uh, Mama Joyce um, acting crazy. And I mean, yeah. we talked about last week and we see a little bit more of it this week. No fighting, but. Uh, I don't know. I still can't get over that episode. It was it was intense with the shoes. <laughs> I, that whole thing still could have been solved, in my opinion, if Carmen had just closed her mouth and walked away. I'm not saying Mama Joyce was okay, but word on the street, apparently, as we find out in this episode, even through Phaedra, is that Mama Joyce gets crunk, and obviously, know. <laughs> everybody knows that. So just constantly just giving her more fuel to like let her flame burn was not a good plan, but Carmen. I, I feel like Carmen did walk away, though. She eventually walked away, but she kept sitting there like, what? You gonna hit me? You gonna hit me? That only incites more violence when crazy people are like, yes, I'm about to beat your ass. Like, <laughs> you get up and you say, Mama Joyce, I'm grown. I'm not gonna do this. And you walk away. That's why her little cousin, her cousin, her sister, one of the other old ladies of the old lady yeah. gang, she was like, Carmen, just stop talking. Just stop <laughs> talking. Because that's the point. When you deal with a crazy person, you don't keep feeding it. Yeah. they just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be able to walk away because I just want to keep seeing it happen. Like, what is this crazy bitch you're going to do? pretty funny to watch. Pretty funny to watch, for sure. Well, um, the beginning of this episode wasn't as interesting as last, but we start with Nini packing for Savannah. I was just loving seeing it inside of her closet. I was going to say, that Girl. closet is doing the most right now. Very, very nice, Miss Nini. I forget, like, how rich she is. I mean, well. For Atlanta. For Atlanta. <laughs> Let's get real here. For she's, Atlanta. She's doing very well. Uh, and Greg's, like, trying on all her stuff. They're so cute, right? They, well, uh, see, that's what's funny, right? So I'm happy that they, like, found their love back together mm -hmm. and they're married and happy and great. But Greg seems like somebody's granddaddy. Like, he, I don't get their love. Like, I'm happy for it because they obviously wanted and they got back together and they're making, but I just, him sitting there and like trying on her shoes and talking all slow, like, I'm just like, ew, you sleep with that? And I, it's great. Like, I mean, maybe for a second I'm like, okay, well, maybe they don't sleep together and she just loves them. But then when he's like, oh, let me walk away so you can look at my. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I don't get those two at all. You're right. I don't get it um, either. But uh, I got it like when they first probably got together. She was young and he was older, but older in that like debonair. Like he just kind of has some money and can help her. Like mm -hmm. I get that energy. But like now she seems so vibrant and like youthful. And he just looks like somebody's granddaddy. And you know when he was coming to meet them all for Savannah and giving them out roses? Yeah. When he showed up like, usually girls are like, oh, my boyfriend's here. Like, give him a pet. Yeah. She like went in for the kill. And they do like, that like tongue thing with each other that's gross and they're like, ah, ew, I don't. But that's how you can tell it's like not fake. Like, she was just smooching him and yeah. like really like planning it on him. They definitely love each other and love making Love to each other, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay, so that's there in the closet, whatever, clearly just getting ready for Savannah. But then we get to Candy. Um, she shows up at Cynthia's house, which makes sense because yeah. we all remember Cynthia going through this. Mm -hmm. um, I think Cynthia's was a little more real because her family, they were acting stupid, yeah. but they were acting sane. And like, yeah. you know, this happens all the time. You have a boyfriend that your mom doesn't like, your fiance, husband. So Cynthia seemed normal and believable. Mm -hmm. Mama Joyce is just crazy. She's off the chain. Um, poor little Candy was so upset. 
Yeah, so here's where we finally see her upset, and I'm like, girl, finally some emotion. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I felt bad for her crying, but I'm like, at yeah. least She finally- had a little emotion when she got, her mom called her out about the ring. Yes. That was really sad, and like, she looks like she's trying to like, be strong and deal with it, but oh, she did the ugly cry. Oh. <laughs> she had the ugly like, uh, like it was not cute. And then Cynthia was cracking me up, she's like, Oh, Lord, I gotta get the tissues. I'll be back. <laughs> she was crying. And she comes back with big ass napkins that are like gold. I was like, where's the tissue box? I love Cynthia. Oh my gosh, I love her. I think that you've like, I think it's, you were the one that kind of like turned me on more to Cynthia because Yay. I could have cared less about her last season. I didn't particularly like her. I now her. I love her. Yes. And you- I love how she like sits back. And watches the crazy all the time, like on the bus, which we'll get to later. But it's funny because she's like, "Mm, y'all, just a mess. You remind me of Cynthia a lot. (laughs) You do. (laughs) You told you you guys kind of talk the same. You look the same. Oh, my God. I look like Cynthia. You You do. And you're like, oh, it's changing up your style. (laughs) We, We like to keep it special and neat and cool for everybody out there. Well, she was giving uh, Candy some advice. Yes. She gave good advice. She did, too. She was like, because Candy starts talking about the wedding. Um, She's like, maybe we'll just run away. And that was so sad. It was like That was like the saddest part, I think. Like, to think that, like, she's never, ever been married and really wants to get married. And she's obviously one of those people that really wants a wedding. And the fact that she'd be like, I'll just forget about it. I'll just go into it. Like, that sucks. That sucks. And she's got the money to have a the wedding. The money to Most have a girls great don't. wedding. Exactly. <laughs> she has the money to do it. She has the desire to do it. And all she wants is her family to be, like, excited about it for her. And when she was talking about, um, she said, I just wanted uh, my, you know, my man to be, like, coming to the barbecues and mm. laughing and having a good time. Like, oh, I know what that feels like, girl. It's so sad yeah. when your family, like, does not get it and doesn't, and d- seems to not get it in a situation where there's there's no reason not There's to. really not, because he's a really likable guy. He's a very likable guy. Uh, I know I was giving him a hard time like a couple episodes ago, but I don't even know where that came from, because he is a nice guy. <laughs> he's nice. But um, Cynthia was like, girl, it doesn't matter. The The problem's still going to be there. Whether you have the wedding or not, you might like shock some people by mm-hmm. go off and getting married, just the two of you, but the problem's still going to be there. That's um, true. And Cynthia says, talk to your mom. If you don't check yes. your mom, you're going to lose Todd. She says, you got to fight for this. So She's right, though. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's, I mean, we've said constantly back and forth, like, oh, Todd didn't say enough to Miss Mama Joyce. And both. no, Candy has to do it. She has to fix it. Yeah, because, I mean, you a guy can only do so much, exactly. you know, like before that it's just like weird and awkward. Um... So then we see Phaedra, and now we know that Mama Joyce is going to go see her. But first we just see Phaedra. <laughs> that baby boy. Phaedra's FaceTiming, and all I could think the whole time is like, yeah, you better FaceTime, because he could be all like Lamar <laughs> Odom lying, <laughs> saying he's in like Houston when he's in like San Diego sleeping with some girls. Like, if I had Apollo as a husband, I'd be FaceTiming too. <laughs> I'd have the extra Wi-Fi plan on my cell phone. Oh my God. So I could do it anywhere, right? Where, like, Courtney, were you not I thinking the same? No, I don't feel like, I don't think he's a big cheater. Like, I feel like whatever cheating he does is sanctioned by Phaedra. And that's why I'm not, like, weird about it. Like, cause I feel like she knows whatever it is. She, I feel like they have an arrangement. And, I, 
But why would she do that? I why? don't that know. That does not vibe with her personality at well, all. Well, based on that little book that came out and whatnot about Miss Phaedra and her wild ways, relationship-wise, she's not as conservatively seeming as we are led to believe on the show. But she She's still seems like such sweet. a powerful woman, and women well, like that some, don't let their... That's not true. Some women that are powerful think that there is power in, uh, uh, what do you call it, a, a unconventional sexuality, doing things that are not necessarily conventionally in a relationship. Like, you're in a relationship with somebody that equally wants to play and do other things like you want to play and do other things. So they experiment and do whatever they do together. I could see that. And I can also see her just being, like, too busy, which we have seen. She's just like... Ugh. Go yeah. call your girlfriend right now. Exactly, <laughs> especially now with the baby and the uh, the toddler, and then three different four different jobs. She's probably like, yeah, just gonna talk to that broad as long as it's the broad that I'm okay with you talking to. Exactly, and lo- as long as it's not one of my friends or yeah. my enemies that I cannot stand exactly. and we're fighting with, on, mm-hmm. and it's in the news. Yes, but Apollo seems like even more. Low than he has in the past, like, and I don't know if it's just because he didn't get the whole Kenya thing, and now I feel like he's just a dummy. Like, but even on the phone, he's just like, "I'm at work." I'm like, "Who is?" I'm about to head home. He just seems he's less attractive to me now. Yeah, because y'all all all had a fight. I mean, I thought he was all right. He was. I got like I was like okay. I get. I get, I get why people are like into him. But now I'm just like he's just stupid. Like he feels stupid. The backpack turned me off. <laughs> that too was an issue. Girl, that backpack. Who I couldn't. That backpack Aww. like that. No. And what, it was like okay the first time, and then the second time. Now it's like the time. A, an extra housewife. Like it's just there hanging around. And it's not like stylish. Like there. It just. It doesn't work. Oh, it's Aww. like Jan Sport. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we see Pedro with the little son. Yes. Um, is this Mr. President? No, or that was prince? Aiden. This is um, the little the, prince. Is he the prince? What is this he? is the prince that My wants the president. But he was really, really cute. He and she's is like, cute. He's like, I don't want to treat. Yes, he was, she was like, speak to Mama Joyce. <laughs> you not gonna get your treat? Oh, like, no, <laughs> but like, he is the perfect example of how scared everyone is of her because I think that's what it is really no one's going to tell her what's up no but I can't be mad it's weird because I feel like I come from that place a little bit like because people didn't cross my grandma like that's just how it is and like and I knew plenty of people with grandmas like my grandma wasn't a scrapper or anything she wasn't going to fight nobody but I know plenty of grandmas that would yeah and so I just uh, it's funny to watch Phaedra though sort of be almost like stifled like Phaedra never gets like shut up by anybody and she she just was like I guess I'm not going to say anything. But see, that's why I love Phaedra. Now I see your par- point more about Carmen mm-hmm. because Phaedra knows when Exactly. Thank you. Okay. All right. I get it a little more now. Because <laughs> I wrote down I love the interaction between the two of them because they're such like Southern. I don't know if Belle's the right word, but mm. they're both like so Southern and they just they have kind of the same personality. Like they're a little wacky. Um, Mama Joyce brings up the prenup. Do you think that she should have done this, or was it just Bravo trying to get her to talk about it? Uh, I, I feel like it was sort of staged for her to talk about it, to bring it up again. But she has a point a little bit, 
Because, like, last season, I feel like Todd was like, I'll sign, whatever, I don't care. Uh-huh. And then this season, and it could have just been because of that interaction. We don't know how it was edited. He was at the table with Mama Joyce acting crazy, so maybe he was just like, I can't say I'm going to sign anything Exactly. Right now. So, he didn't say no. no. He said, exactly. I can't say that I'm going to sign anything. And but that's not a- saying yes means no in Mama Joyce's mind. Yeah. But she's, like, attached to that phrase in the manner of which you become accustomed. Because that's the phrase. That's the key phrase? change lots of things. Because you can be like, no, I don't need your money. I don't want no, like, you're not writing specifically upon a divorce in two years, I get a million dollars. But if that phrase is in there, that you have to be kept in the manner to which you are accustomed, and suddenly candy's worth $200 million, that could easily mean multi-multiple millions of dollars for him. Just from that. Because the manner to which he's accustomed is two hundred plus million dollars. That is insane. I don't see how that's allowed. Rich. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) I don't see how that's allowed on like any prenup. And why doesn't Portia have that? Because Cordell was smart. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not one of those people. I'm not like I don't get the whole prenup. Like I get it a certain extent. I just don't get like why people like. Whatever you had when you came into the relationship, if you're going to do a prenup, like, why can't it just go back to what you had when yeah, you came should, into the relationship? That, Whatever you make together, then I see splitting. But, like, beyond that, I don't understand why all these prenup details have to be all over the place. We had, like, we had a full <laughs> episode about this. I remember we were in Pretty Studio nuts. B, and we were, like, sitting there, and you were on the phone, and we literally talked about Talk it the about whole prenups. episode. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of them. I do think they're crap i think they're setting you up for disaster yeah like how do you go into a marriage like yeah in case we get divorced but i also understand business wise because marriage is also a business so to speak just because you become liable for everybody's stuff just from getting married here's what i think when people have separate bank accounts i think that's kind of smart in a way because the people that get divorced and they've had separate bank accounts all the time it's like the all along it's like, it's like okay that's my money and there's unless yours. one bank account is real big <laughs> and one is that big <laughs> then we have a problem oh and todd's not working right now <clears throat> apparently no partially though i think that could be because of candy yeah because i can see her being like no just hang out at yeah home. or just like stay here because she doesn't want him to have to go away and yes there's lots of production in atlanta but not nearly maybe as much as he could get jobs elsewhere so mm-hmm. she probably wants to keep him in the city and they did that play together that like went up in november apparently a play they produced a play she talked about it on watch what happens live i think in like october and apparently it actually went up they did a play in atlanta and it was up for a weekend or something, and Todd produced it and did a bunch of stuff. So he's trying to, like, build his world in Atlanta. Oh, well, good for him. Go, Todd. Um, but as Mama Joyce referred to him, uh, <laughs> one of the workers, that he she acts like he's cleaning the floors. True, but think about that for a minute. I was I laughed, of course, like, literally almost yeah. fell on the floor <laughs> when she said that because she was talking to Phaedra like, all the lawyers you know, and you're going to introduce your friend to one of the workers? And then I, but then I stopped for a minute without being, like, a psycho gold digger because obviously hearing it from Mama Joyce, we get all like, oh, Lord, what is she talking about? But, I mean, she kind of has a point just because in her mind, like, professional jobs versus blue collar type she she sees it very white collar blue collar and in her mind todd is blue collar so she's like phaedra you got all these friends that are white collar you've been a lawyer for years like why would you introduce my daughter to this basically essentially a garbage man versus a you know 
lawyer profession. But look who she's talking to. Phaedra mailed, married somebody that was in jail. That's why it was ironic. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you thinking the same thing? I, I was, was sitting there <laughs> like, think about it for a minute, Mama Joyce. I mean, he was a criminal, but <laughs> he also was a white-collar employee, apparently, before he went to jail, which is supposedly why he went to jail for, yeah, like, white-collar crimes. So, I... <laughs> Nonetheless, he is still a felon. But I really like this part because Phaedra stuck up for him. Mm-hmm. She's like, I like him. I he, think he's, he's a nice a job guy. And he makes money. And she's like, and I thought he was perfect for your daughter. Maybe mm-hmm. Mama Joyce didn't know her daughter too well. Yes. Or <laughs> Mama Joyce. I'm sorry. She went off about the big heads. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. But it's so true. It is true. It's so but true. But at the same time, it's like, well, don't the, like, small bodies and big heads match? So then they're cute They're together. cute together. But I get that she doesn't want them to procreate together. <laughs> oh, they would probably have a really cute little kid. A very large-headed little child, but that was comical. It was great. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a great scene to laugh at multiple yeah, times. And then, but the point, she's like dead serious. Yeah. She's like she serious. was not joking. Yeah. I yeah. love her. Yeah. I want her to have like a spinoff. I want to see what goes on in her house. In her house with her three husbands that apparently she's had. Oh, I love when we Candy comes. Oh my God, I love that. Uh, yeah, no, I want to know what, what's going on in her, in Candy's old house that she's living mm-hmm. in with, with the gang old lady gangs. <laughs> the old lady gang. I think that would be entertaining. And you know, Candy Factory got uh, shut down, or the show. Uh-huh. So maybe Mama Joyce is making they a play should, like, for what, old ladies. What's that show on OWN, The Golden Sisters? I was just going to say, like, The Golden Girls. Oh my god, that would be so much better. Because they are crazy. I would totally watch and see oh, what the heck watch. is going on. Oh, I'd definitely watch. So sure. Um The end of her conversation is, then I just won't go to the wedding. She's like, I can't support something I just don't feel. Okay, I get it. What do you think? That's hard because, I don't know, I would like to think, like, in a situation where you don't believe, if you believe in marriage as a spiritual union of sorts and you don't necessarily feel like that this is legitimately what these people should be doing or are doing or has that spiritual match, maybe it's better that you don't go because you don't support that, you don't bring that blessing to them, and it's kind of crappy for you to bring your energy of negativity to somebody's day where they're making this connection, and you have nothing but energy about cutting that connection. And yes, on the one hand, though, I'm like, "Eh, it's your mom, and you want your mom there, but do you want your mom there if she has nothing but ill will for you on that day? Here, this would be a good question to ask Cynthia, because we could, you know, we could ask her or Candy could say, do you wish your mom and sister hadn't have been there that yeah. day? Would you have been happier or now would you be like, oh my God, I would have given anything for them the, to be, the, there, be there, even if they were rude and yeah. hateful? Because I feel like you wouldn't remember all that kind of stuff, but you would remember that they weren't, weren't there. there. I don't know. It's hard to know. say. I have no idea what I would do or think, but it's interesting because especially if you know, it's one thing, like, I feel like, well, Cynthia knew. I don't know. It's just... Because on that day, I think you always want the people around you, and you invite most people. I mean, obviously, people have big weddings where they invite people they barely know and just have to. But a lot of times, it's people that you want that support what you're doing and that are happy for you and that wish you well. And if you know, not only does she not wish you well, but she, like, would start stuff. Yeah. Like, she (laughs) would do stuff. Yeah, she would. To make it not a good day. I... Here's where I'm just really mad at Mama Joyce because, okay, there's a different, there's no real difference between an adult being like two-faced or, you know, fake 
then being that's what being polite is. Yeah. That's like almost the definition of polite is you're nice to people no matter like just no matter what. Why can't you just go and just keep your trap shut and just be nice can. and polite? She could be she could probably keep her trap shut, but she would probably still be making faces. Yeah. Or making comments to somebody else. Like, because eh. I've been to a lot of weddings where I'm just like, they are not, not going to last. last. Like, why like, am who, I even why? here? Yeah. It's to the point where I'm like, I'm over even going to weddings because mm-hmm. I feel like none of them are going to last. But uh, I don't know. There's no talking to Mama Joyce and Candy uh, eventually tries. She tries. <laughs> Later in the episode, she tries. Um, we'll get to that. But next up is Kenya. Um, why is she singing? Why is she singing? Why is she dancing? Like, I hate that. Like, I hate that. It's just stupid. It's not even funny. It's not cute. funny. And one of she hangs out with the two guys. One of them like eggs her on and talks to her and like dances with her, and the other one doesn't. I think the one today was the one, the one that, that doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> like, oh my god, like, what are you doing? Okay, Kenya. <laughs> um, and then she starts talking in that southern accent. She's like, "You, every girl knows you got to bring a ball gown." Like, what? Nobody knows that. Nobody cares what you're saying. Um, and then, yeah, the stupid singing and dancing. And then she starts talking about Phaedra. And taking major digs Major. At She's like, you can't, I can't trust her as far as I could throw her. Okay, Which I get isn't that. very far because it's 200 plus 200 pounds. pounds. Come on. She had a lot of little lines this episode. Yes, I mean, she did. She doesn't care who's going to end up watching this show. I just, oh, Kenya. Like, Kenya, okay, we get, like, we enjoyed her last season uh-huh, because she brought lot. some crazy <laughs> and it was making it entertaining. But, like, these little childish, like, comments about Phaedra's weight, and I don't know, maybe I'm just really sensitive. I haven't had any children myself, but, like, I just think it's so rude to talk about a woman's body that just had a baby. It's bad enough, period, but, like, a woman that just gave birth to a human being thing of weight proportion out of her body, shut the hell up. Yeah, you know, I didn't even really think about that, but that's true. And it just makes Kenya look really just gross to me. Like, and I, and like I said, like, last season, I didn't think she was a great human being or anything. I thought she was nuts, but she was entertaining. Now it just seems petty and stupid and, like, why are you making all these comments about Phaedra's weight and how she looks? Like, you're a 40 two-year-old woman like be grown that just seems very like i'm 13 and i'm in the schoolyard and making jokes at the chubby girl in class yeah they're not clever they're not anything they're not funny it's not funny at all i mean when nini gets a dig in at someone sure she's perfected the art of it but like kenya's not even close yeah but kenya i mean she i mean obviously she had some probably some one-liners last season that i just can't remember right now but it just seems like there's this focus on phaedra and how unattractive and fat and horrible Phaedra. Like, just come up with something else. Like, You know what it could be? If she really did try to get with Apollo and he kind of shut her down and so now she's just taking it out on Phaedra. That's what it appears to and that's what makes her look even more immature and stupid and unenjoyable. Speaking of... Portia. <laughs> Stupid and immature. Portia going <laughs> shopping. Oh my God, what is with this girl? Okay, so she goes shopping with her sister. I'm like, oh, whatever. She's going to go get like a, a tank things. top from <clears throat> H&M for Savannah. Go to Nordstrom's, something like that. Yeah. No, no she goes to the, I don't even know. What was it's that called store? Gregory's. Is that like an Atlanta thing? Um, I don't know about Gregory's, but apparently it is. I will. Uh, all of our fans out there, let us know. Have you guys been to Gregory's? I didn't know anything about it. I'd never heard of it. $7,000 shoes. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Start with the shoes. Just start from there. Okay, don't get me wrong. 
They I looked good. <laughs> they looked good. to the core right here, y'all. Okay? And they looked really good. And they right? looked great. And she's one of those people that I hate because she has calves that are like small that look, but like not so small that she looks bony. And they like the the gladiator up to her knee is just amazing. Why the hell is she trying on seven thousand? Why is she even in a store that has seven thousand dollars shoes? I went to the store the other day and tried on a dress, and I was like in love with it. And the lady told me it was four hundred bucks. I was like taking it oh, off. And so I, was like, I was like, "Why would you even let me try this on?" I like genuinely yeah. got mad at her because it's a girl that I shop from all the time. I was like, "Why would you let me try that no. on?" You knew that I didn't know four hundred dollars. You know that ain't in my budget. Yeah, it's come on, not in my budget. And I and Portia, this is another one of those like. Who is I was watching the Housewives of Beverly Hills and they were talking about like Lisa, like mm-hmm. the whole thing is coming out with Lisa and Brandy that like Lisa's like teaching her how to plot basically and like how to do certain things to sort of stay in the show, stay interesting, but like not reveal too much, like that kind of thing. Positioning, I guess, on the show. And I feel like Portia is failing in her positioning oh, on the yeah. show in so many ways. I'm like, you have nothing. Like, you are living with your mama. You kicked your mama out of her bedroom so you could have a big closet. And the next thing we see you doing is shopping for $7,000 shoes when you won't even buy your own apartment. If you can afford $7,000 shoes, you should own your own home. That, and I really feel like no one thought from the beginning that she was going to buy the $7,000. $3,000 shoes would have annoyed us enough, yes. and she still would have like bought them and whatever, but we knew she wasn't going to buy the $7,000 ones. Come on now. And then I love how at the end she's like, so I decided I'll just buy one instead of two. I'll just buy one two. instead of two. Yeah, no So kidding. I'll spend 3000 instead of $10,000. Yeah. Here's what I hate about Portia and it hit me all of a sudden. <laughs> so which, okay, so they're walking in the store, and she's just like... I was financially taken care of. This is what I used to do. And then when she's trying them on, she's like, I mean, we used to just, she heard her sister like, remember when we used to just mm-hmm. rack up the bills and then he would call in his credit card information? Bitch, which is it? Because every other episode you're complaining about how he gave you an allowance and you didn't have $20. Yeah. This is why I don't like her because it's different stories based on the situation she's in. Now she's in the store and it's like, oh, I can get everything I wanted or I, I used to be able yeah. to. But when she's at home crying with her mom and in front of her friends at lunch last week, it's I didn't have any money I, I couldn't even go to the grocery store to get anything yeah. because I had no money which is it I think she is obviously speaking to how <laughs> it just makes her seem <laughs> not seem she see, she is it, she exists as I don't want to call her dumb but it's pretty dumb She's like dumb. yes I can go shopping and he's calling in the credit card you don't have a credit card in your name And it's fine when I'm shopping because it's cute that my man's buying me $7,000 shoes and I can just be like, oh, you you go ahead and get that for me. But it's not cute when you need to go buy tampons and you don't have (laughs) a job and a bank account and a debit card in your own name. So you can't buy your own tampons unless um, daddy slash boyfriend slash husband slash whatever the hell he was to you uh, gave you 20 bucks to go to the store. So she was living and she doesn't it's almost like she doesn't even recognize the duality of that being a problem like you were cool with it when you buying expensive shoes but then you have a problem with it because he was behaving the same he didn't give you any money he didn't do anything different and you weren't okay with it when you really needed it and the Uh fact that you don't recognize that that need when you only need the tampons is the same as you buying these shoes and you don't get it girl uh, I blame her mom. Her mom needs to like. Step I blame in her mom a little her bit, up. but she's thirty-two years old. 
If she were like 1920, I'd be like, okay, but you're 32. But she was just like passed off onto him. She was passed off, and her mom was probably like, thank you, Jesus. I'm like, yeah. can pay for this for now. <laughs> but it's sort of, there's that whole argument about what is it, uh, affluenza? <laughs> what? People that are, there's a kid that like, um, unfortunately, in Texas, killed four people in like a, a driving, he was intoxicated and oh, killed like four okay, people. Yeah. And he got off, and he's supposed to be in some like, rehab facility in Newport Beach for a year and he didn't get any jail time and everybody's like furious like that makes no sense he killed four people but the argument of the psychiatrist was that he has a form of affluenza which is he was never taught right from wrong because he was so rich growing up so nobody ever forced him to like figure out things for himself and so that's what I believe Portia's trying to argue (laughs) she's just she doesn't know any better because Nobody made her know any better. Yeah. But you're not blind. You see what happens in the world around you. Just because it's not you specifically that has to pay your rent. You know people yeah. pay rent. Exactly. <laughs> you know that if you need somewhere to live, that there's rent involved. Yeah. So and you... her sister seems pretty with it. Yeah. I mean, I know she's only half-sister, but... Same mom or different? It's um, a different, it's mom, a different right? mom, so there Which, you go. Which, that's an interesting relationship, too, because she talks about her mom a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to Candy and her mom. Um, now is when they sit down and finally talk. And she's just like, my mom is negative about everything. She's like, everything in my life, not just Todd right now. Uh, okay. Um, Mama, Mama Joyce feels like she takes sides. Yes. She, <laughs> she feels like Candy picks people over her. I mean, did you think she took a side at the wedding? Uh, I don't think Candy it takes sides for anything. And that's part of the problem. She just stands in the middle like a deer in headlights like mama no because she obviously does not like conflict which is weird though because she seems to be fairly aggressive but i feel like it's one of those she has a temper and aggression issues probably like her mom and she stifled them so like that's why she avoids conflict in general because she doesn't want that to be brought out of her um but i don't feel like she was (laughs) picking sides and then when mama joyce said they was joking with oh, with the with the hair. She's like, we were joking when when she starts talking about the hair. I was done. I was like, girl, you took your shoe off in the middle <laughs> like of a times. bridal salon. <laughs> a man had to hold you back. What point was there joking? Like, who was anybody laughing? Like, they weren't sitting like two, three old ladies on the side, like cracking jokes and like <laughs> throwing stuff at Carmen. No, they. She got up in her face and tried to beat her with a shoe. <laughs> the old lady gang, not joking. Mama Joyce, that was not a joke. Um, I think I don't think Candy really took sides, but I think that when you don't um, stand up for one person, you automatically are taking sides without even realizing it. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, she just didn't do anything. So she just didn't do Silence anything. Silence is approval. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she just says that her mom never owns up to anything. And I definitely think that that's like kind of true. Cause yeah. I, I, like you said, she said I was joking or this Girl, or you that. Were not. She definitely was not joking. Um, and then she says that Carmen was disrespecting her. I don't disagree with that. You think that that's what started it? I No, I don't think that's what started it, but I do think that there was a level of disrespect from Carmen only because It's just one of those things to me, and it could be wrong for the rest of the world, but your elders are your elders, and they will do dumb stuff. They have bad, like, I had a racist grandma that said some racist things, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or said some cruel things, and, like, you can check them to a certain level, but they're going to be who they're going to be. They old, you love them who they are, you don't push stuff, especially, like, 
in that situation. Yeah. Like, you just back up. You, no matter what, you're always a child to your parents. Yeah. Period, point blank. You can be as grown as you want to, whatever. And you can go live your life and live your life outside of it. But, like, in my mom's house, some things will never happen. Oh, or ever uh, be ever, said. Oh, yeah, I'm going home they, in a couple of days. Exactly. Like, back to being a kid again. Exactly. You feel like a kid sometimes <laughs> so, when you're not. Because yeah. you can't, you don't talk like you would no. with your friends. And, like, that's just how it is. So I feel like, and obviously she knows, Carmen knew Mama Joyce is off the chain. Because they've <laughs> talked about it. She said it. Like, yeah. she said it in the past. So she knew that that was just instigating it. She let her own feelings. She was in her own feelings. And was like, I'm tired of y'all saying this, and so I'm gonna stand here and do that. You ain't gonna stand up to Mama Joyce if it's a lie. You know it's a lie. Walk away. Yeah. You know it's a lie. You know yeah. she's full of crap and just causing trouble, like she obviously has done multiple times yeah. in the past. So I just think she, like the old lady, was like, "Girl, just stop talking." She. That was the point where she disrespected her yeah. because she didn't shut it down. Yeah. When she could have. Um. Then they kind of like end it. She's just like, all right, if Todd makes you happy, I'm happy. <clears throat> Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and whatever happens, happens. But then okay. she said she was going to wash her hands of it. Yeah. And I was like, and you could see Candy was just like... <sighs> Because that's not what she, that's that's not not what what she, she wants, wants yeah, to hear. Yeah, it's not like what she wants to hear. And that's not the truth. Like, you can't wash your hands of it because you still hold all of this hostility mm-hmm. and unpleasantness for Todd. It's not like she's saying, like, I'm washing my hands of the drama part of it and I will work towards being okay with him. Like, I may never love him, whatever. But she just left it. I'm just done. Like, you don't want your mama to be done. Like, you got to come to the house if we have a baby. Like, we want you in our lives. And that sucks because Candy obviously really wants her mom around. I kind of feel like Mama Joyce was almost saying, I, okay, I'm done out and about in town trying to start rumors and hear rumors and spread rumors and cause problems. To me, it kind of felt like that. She was saying like, okay, I'm done making such a big deal about it. You know, because it is her going out and talking and to talking people. And talking people. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll see what happens there. Now the good part, the Savannah trip. Um, Monique and Kenya meet up. Oh, I'm sorry. Monique and Nini, Nini were there. So when Kenya gets there first, when these two met, it was like slow motion. It was like two worlds colliding. Yeah. It was like out in the wilderness, two lionesses. <laughs> I was like, this cannot be good, right? Like, Did you get that feeling? Because Kenya showed up and she thought, um, I feel like Kenya still wants to be Nini's yeah, number one. Of course. And she's not the number one anymore. I feel like that's why she kept not letting the late thing go is because yes. she was there with Nini. It's going to be the two of them the rest of the trip because they were on time mm-hmm. together. But we'll and get to that. Yeah. Would, yeah. And she uh, had some interesting things to say on Wendy Williams today. Oh, you got to tell us that. Yes. Uh, so the girls are late. Um, I totally get it. I mean, I would have, I would have been annoyed. And the whole way I'm driving here, I was like three minutes late. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Kenya, <laughs> I'm, like Phaedra, I'm like, I'm like Candy. <laughs> Oh my god, Courtney's gonna be so good. Girl, three, three to hours. ten minutes late? Three hours late? I mean, we've seen this before with Nini's party. Yes, remember? but oh uh, my god. I would have lost. I, I'm glad Nini left and I was like, girl, you better than me because I would have left because apparently Kenya was an hour late. Which I didn't realize. Yeah, because at first they said 11, then they said yeah. 10.30. No, it was 10.30, because they talked about that later on one of yeah. them. Maybe watch what happens, I don't remember. But she was an hour late, and she just happened to be the first one that showed up yeah. after Monique. But I was just like, uh, uh, what? Okay, I might have been like 30 minutes sitting there like calm. 
45 minutes to an hour, I would have been peaced out. No, yeah. Gone. Especially sitting out there. It's hot there. It's hot as hell. Okay? And they were on a golf course. And I, I was quoted as saying once upon a time that golf courses were not made for black folks because it is so <laughs> freaking Ain't no trees anywhere on a golf course. You're just out in the sun. And I'm yeah. like, I cannot. I would. No. No, 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 no. No, I, I hate when people are late anyway, let alone that late. Um, Who does that? Like, these girls. Like, Regularly, though. How does production even find that okay? I mean, that's when I start to think that maybe some, like, maybe just they kind of wanted this to start off. They the want it to be a problem, foot. and that's why they, because they know they'll be late, and that's a point of contention, so they allow yeah. it. Because I can't even. Oh. Because, yeah, the girls are just late. Like, Candy strikes me as a person that's late everywhere she goes. Because oh, yeah. she doesn't even realize it because she was like, it ain't that I was getting ready. No, okay, she stopped to get food. She stopped to get Chick-fil-A. And isn't Chick-fil-A the same place they went after they missed NeNe's dinner? <laughs> 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 they missed NeNe's dinner because they were so late and they yeah, went like, to Chick-fil-A. Where Chick-fil-A uh, and then Kenya says, oh, Kenya makes this comment. Maybe she should miss a meal. She is constantly talking about people's weight, and it's not cute. Like, especially when you're the girl that's, I mean, for all intents and purposes, she's in shape and looks good figure-wise. You look like the worst disgusting person ever talking back about other people's weight. Like, you look awful. And I don't understand why she's supposed to be a girl's girl, like a grown woman who, you know, she didn't get married yet or have the family yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got your girls around. Like, why are you so intent on dogging these girls out for the way they look? I think it's just the whole housewives thing, it's honestly. It's terrible. I don't know. Maybe if she wasn't in this situation, she wouldn't be like she that. She wouldn't say that? I don't know. Well, that, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it just brings out what's really in her. Um, she was a beauty queen. And they are not nice sometimes to no. each other. Um, but this is when we really start to see Candy get mad at her. Um, we could start seeing yeah. her get a little annoyed. Um, whatever. I can see both sides. And then Nene leaves. Why she just all of a sudden left, I think she wanted to, she, you know her and Phaedra don't get along. Yeah. I think she wanted to really make a point. She wanted to leave quickly before Phaedra did get there mm. to make it a huge deal. Because if she had still been there when Phaedra got there, it would have been like, okay, I'm, I'm still wait waiting for you. For yeah. But I think when Kenny got there and it was just Phaedra left, she's like, all right, I'm out of here. So mm. Phaedra can get here and I'm already gone. Because you know they don't like each other. That's true. Interesting. But it's not something that she could say out loud yeah. because their feud and, isn't really yeah, known. And at that point, she's already like waited like two hours. Yeah. So waiting for Phaedra shouldn't have been that serious. You already exactly. waited two hours. Exactly. Yeah. So she couldn't really say anything, but mm. she definitely dipped out on purpose. Oh, um, and then she comes back. I thought that she wasn't even going to go on the trip. I was kind of yeah, confused Yeah, I thought she wasn't going to get on the bus. Like, what? Or that she was going to try to go separately on yeah. the plane. And then we get Kenya on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, who died and made her principal of the bus? Even Kenny was like, what are you, the chief of the bus? And, and Kenya's like, yes, I am. Oh, like, she God. genuinely thought she ran the bus. And then she didn't even, like, go. Okay, it would have been cool if she even like, look, you guys. I know we don't all like each other and we don't all get along all the time, but can we please try a little bit harder to respect each other's time? I was here. I was late. Nini, I apologize. I think we all owe Nini an apology, blah, blah, blah. Like, if that's where that went, we would have exactly. been great. This host, I don't even want to call. I'm sorry. I use a mean word. This woman gets on the bus talking about, well, I get the best room after Nini. So I get, so cause because I was, I was here second. second. And the Monique's like, oh, boo, no, I was already here. I could not believe that that's where that conversation went. Like, I thought we were about to have a moment of like, for real discussion about like, proper behavior for grown women. No. And she starts talking about her damn room. Like, it's like Girl Scouts. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> 
And then Monique just like pipes up. No, I was here first. No, I was here first. And I'm sorry, great line from um 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 Phaedra when she chimed in. She's like, "Why is this escapee from Horror Island Nini's interpreter?" I was <laughs> done. Yeah, because Nini was like getting annoyed too. You know. <laughs> exactly. But see, that's a that's a good example of like a clever insult. Yes, thank you. Know? you. Not just calling her. Yeah. Uh, fat whatever but this is old kenya like i was glad to see this because this was old like delusional kenya mm-hmm. she was real delusional um and then candy like her voice cracks she got so mad yeah. but she's just mad about other she's stuff upset in that general. had nothing to do with that and that's probably why she was late because notice that she didn't really give a reason for she was why she was late mm-hmm. she kind of hesitated and then she's like it wasn't that i was getting ready yeah she's like, i just got stuff going on yeah and she had to get some food <laughs> and nini i love you she said she went home and she prayed. <laughs> and then she gathered herself and came back together. And I can so see that. That's why I have those moments where I'm like, Nini, you are me in like 20 years or whatever, how old you are. Because I'm like, that would so be like, I would need to go collect yourself because you're trying to be in control. And these women are trying to make you be crazy. Because yeah. that would, I would go insane. Yeah, because they've already got this trip planned. It's not like something you could just be like, you know, F it, I'm out of yes. here. You, know? you just got to sit there and wait. And oh, the, three hours. And I don't know how they're going to, like, how the bus ride's going to go now. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Dreadful. Dreadful. But I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch because, as I said, Miss Kenya Moore was on Wendy uh-huh. Williams today. And she made some interesting comments about Nini. Obviously, apparently, their relationship is not what it used to be at all. And it's going to unfold over the course of this season. And they basically are not friends at all anymore. Well, because, yeah, Nini's smart. Well, what's interesting is that she called Nini out basically and was like, yeah, last season Nini was real busy. She had made it. She was a Hollywood star. She was traveling. She had all these, you know, jobs to do. And now all she is is a housewife. Uh-huh. I mean, it's so, kind of true. I haven't seen Nini doing she's anything. She's not really doing anything else. And I was like, ooh, that was a little bit of a read. Because she all, all, the, she all she has right now is the housewives. I mean, I guess she did a little bit on Glee. But that's not consistent and going. So she was like, we're not friends anymore. And Nini is basically trying to be her blocker. She wants to be the star of the Housewives again because she's there. See, last season she was on her way out, Uh which we actually talked about. She's probably moving on to the next thing. But she didn't embrace Kenya and apparently was quite not nice to Kenya through this season, which we will see and I'm excited about. Also, just for those of you guys who care, she said she's not dating a prince. She said, even though she kept saying he was a prince, he is just a businessman running a multi-billion dollar company. So you were right, because you said that over there they use the term, like, really loosely. Well, so, yeah, one of our fans actually said that on YouTube, that they use the term loosely. But I think that I think that, that didn't even apply to <laughs> what Kenya was doing. Because she, she changed it up on Wendy, like, no, I just call him my <gasps> prince. We're like, boo, no, that is not that is what you not communicated Exactly, no. All. She was about to get, like, busted for lying, so she's yes. changed her she's story She's changed now. her story, because it's funny, because Wendy actually thought that she was dating the, the the, the the richest black woman in the world is actually somewhere in Africa apparently and uh-huh. she had made her money in oil and has a bunch of sons and one of them is a prince and the rumor was that that was the one that Kenya was dating but that's not who she's dating she's dating some random businessman who she calls her prince like Phaedra calls her son prince it's about exactly. as ridiculous as that exactly. right exactly <laughs> and exactly. on that note uh, predictions for next dun, week dun, dun. Now, you're, you're after, after Buzz, Buzz TV. TV.
prediction. Girl. Fight! 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 <laughs> I, I mean, what I'm looking forward to in this episode is um, the Underground Railroad. How I am it? so not... Oh my god, Stephanie, I am so upset about that. You have no idea. It's like the Africa trip all over again. It's worse than that. Yeah. It's worse than that. And this is why. Okay. (laughs) Because they actually showed a full clip of that on, I think, The View this morning. Really? I was watching, like, morning TV. And I was like, why are they they showing the the whole clip? Yes. They showed a whole clip. And I was like, wait. The episode didn't even air. But they showed the whole clip. And basically, Phaedra and Candy go on to explain to Portia what really, whatever. The reason, though, that it was so disturbing for me is that... Who Portia Williams actually is. Right? Isn't her family? Her grandfather is Hosea Williams, who was like a major civil rights activist in Atlanta, Georgia. Like, there's no reason, like, culturally speaking, <laughs> why that would not be a part of her education and her, like, it's baffling. And it's embarrassing. If I was her family, I would be supremely embarrassed. And maybe somehow I was taking out of context. Maybe my boyfriend tried to be the voice of reason, like, well, maybe she, you know, was thinking, like, about something else and she just wasn't, like, you uh, know. No. I don't really see how she can explain that away, but that was a mess. Wherever your mom and your aunts and your family, I would be so embarrassed to have oh her. Oh my god! Like as a like, you you stand as like black rights yeah. royalty basically, I, and you are no. You think it was a train girl? I remember the first episode where we were introduced to her. It was all my family is this family that's yes. known in this city, and we're charity, and we're all this. Oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. That's so humiliating. So that's gonna be really fun to talk about. And then they go to haunted house, boring. Um, and then Spader <laughs> gets in a little fight with someone, and she's like, "I have a job and a newborn." I think they're talking about being late yes, again. I'm sure. Um, that. That excuse kind of annoys me because a lot of women do have jobs and kids and they're still on You get time. up a couple hours earlier yeah, you because you know all the stuff you have to do. Yeah. And it's one thing to be, again, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes late. It's yeah. horrible because nobody's punctuality is important. But dang, three hours? Yeah. I mean. That's a total lack of respect for all I would the be like, people. I'll meet you guys in Savannah. Exactly. It'd be like, go <laughs> on without me. take to get exactly. to Savannah? They would have been there already. No, It's like five hours. I have tragic memories of driving to Savannah. <laughs> Like, Worse than the housewives? We didn't have no air conditioning. We were in a station wagon and it was hot. Like, I don't remember much about Savannah's, like, made the come up apparently since I was a kid. But when I was a kid, we were like, it's boring, it's hot. Made the come and it takes forever to get there. But That's so funny. That was childhood perspective. That's funny. Um, and then we got uh, Monique and Portia get into a little bit of a yes. fight. Okay, Monique, taking the producer's direction. Yes, yeah, she is. She won her spot job. But here's where we'll finally see some, like, in- something interesting out of Portia bring up her ex-husband and she's all ready to fight and talk and either bash him or stand up for him because who knows what Hopefully her. we'll get some new information other than, oh, he didn't give me no money. I know. Um, he kind of was strong-arming me. I'm over them, but uh, hopefully Monique brings in some new light. And every time they go out of town, it's good. Yeah. Something good always happens. So on that note, uh, we will see you guys next week. We miss you, Jesse. And um, you can follow Jesse at DJ Jesse J on Twitter, me at Steph Bauer TV. And me at Stuart Starlet. 
And we will see you guys next week. Oh, wait. I don't know about I next week because it's, week it's Christmas. So we might uh, have to do like a double catch-up after that. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely be doing a double catch-up. But you can tweet us because we will watch the episode as oh, I'm yes. sure you guys will too. So tweet us any information you guys have. And we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later. <laughs> 